0: Hi everyone, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Musings of a Minor Fan Podcast. My name is Paul, your regular host. On today's show, I'll uh, be talking about Manchester United's victory over Leeds United in the Premier League earlier today. Um, at Erland Road, Manchester United took on Leeds United and defeated Leeds by four goals to two. with goals coming from Harry Maguire, Bruno Fernandes fred and antonio langa so great victory for Manchester united after th- almost well after turning away to go lead and managing to salvage the situation and ending a victory at Elland road and to keep our top four hopes alive um, many would argue that it's a dead rubber game because we will not be winning the league and we'll probably not be top four and the real challenge is in the Champions League, but would you trust this Man United team to win the Champions League? Does any Man United fan believe, or does any Man United fan believe at the moment that we can win the Champions League? The answer is no. And I think we should just take each game as it comes, knowing fully well that we are not the first we used to be. And whatever is Rob Manchester United cannot be resolved within this short period of time and will not be resolved probably for many years to come so this is a digression of course but i tend to talk about our performance against Leeds today and also reflect on the past couple of weeks a bit more after this break don't go anywhere hi everyone you welcome back to the show thank you for staying tuned and thank you for listening to the missings of a minor fan podcast I appreciate your support and taking our time to listen to this podcast please don't forget to like follow or subscribe depending on the podcast platform you are listening on and also do not forget to give us a five-star rating on Spotify, if you listen on Spotify, it will help other listeners to gain access to the Music of Fan podcast. Thank you so much for your support. All right, back to the game. So, much United defeated Leeds by four goals to two. And the first half, Mayan were quite good. um Leeds, of course, were also very good today. Uh, let's be frank. They were, they attacked, of course. This is a derby game. For us, United fans of um, a certain generation, United Leeds is one of the biggest games in the Premier League. Um, There are many derby games between Manchester United and other clubs. Manchester United versus Arsenal, Manchester United versus Liverpool, which is the number one derby game for Manchester United. There's also Manchester United versus Manchester City, a home derby. And there's also Manchester United versus. Leeds, which is another big derby game, there is this mutual hatred between Manchester United fans and Leeds United fans. So, I think it's a regional kind of derby, not a local derby. So, mine, United involved in many derbies, one of which is this Man United Leeds. So, it's a Super Sunday game, and it really lived up to the hype Manchester United Leeds. Went for it. It was a great game for the neutral. A lot of chances were created. It was exciting. It wasn't boring. It was a rainy, terrible um, weather to play football. So there were a lot of tackles that were made, sliding. You know, there were a lot of um, midfield battles. So it was good on the eye and it guaranteed that no one would fall asleep watching the game. But for all by United fans, it wasn't um, always beautiful to watch, especially that nightmare second half, which I will get to later on. But in the first half, my united did very well. I think we we're better team we we're better than Leeds in the first half, of course. And Leeds had the first few chances of the game, but we came into the game and should have had we should have scored more than two goals. Ronaldo certainly should have scored um after Cuba's good work unfortunately the ball was a little behind ronaldo so he could not generate enough power to beat melee um i'm sure if he had scored that and um, probably if we had gone into the interval three goals to the good maybe maybe that um that's early second half wave from least would have been avoided because their confidence would have been knocked down and their belief would have been deflated. But with two goals against Man United, you know that you have a chance if you can grab one, you know. So, in the first half, we scored through Harry Maguire from a set-piece. Our first set-piece goal throughout the season, I understand that the last time we scored from a set-piece was against Burnley last season, you can imagine. So, that's terrible, you know. Terrible for Man United, an embarrassment for the set piece coach Jacob Ramsey or whatever his name is or whatever his name is. I think it's Eric Ramsey. So, uh, not Jacob Ramsey. I think Jacob Ramsey is a Sevilla player. Eric Ramsey, I believe, is the player or the coach I was referring to, um, who was brought from Chelsea, highly recommended to fix a problem in defending set pieces and scoring set pieces, but he appears to have taken us backwards, you know, incompetence all around this club. Anyway, so Maguire was able to score um, from the a corner kick, good goal. And uh, towards the, toward the latter stages of the second, of the first of rada pardon uh, Bruno Fernandes was able to extend our lead to two goals to nothing. After a great run by Victor Lindelof from defence, cutting in, busting in with the ball and laying a good pass for Sancho, who whose cross was excellent and Bruno Fernandes could not miss. Textbook header, nodding the ball to the ground and beating Ilian Mele in the Leeds goal. So you would think that we were in full control and it was just a matter of getting a third goal and killing off the game, but. My United, as usual, as we we'll come to expect, a threw away a two-goal lead within a minute of conceding. In less than a minute, in fact, of conceding. It's just terrible, embarrassing, and it's something Rafranik has to fix. We can't be conceding... Uh, we can't be throwing two-goal leads, one-goal lead, two-goal leads, within seconds of conceding. It's just at this level it is it is not just acceptable and we are we are supposed to be a champions league team we'll be taking on atletico madrid and these are teams that can you know take advantage of our lapse in concentration this lapse in concentration whenever the second half begins is totally ridiculous and it needs to end asap we need to find a solution rafranic needs to find a solution to our poor concentration levels it is it has happened too often for it to be coincidental it has become part and parcel that this team once the second half begins and they are in the lead they tend to lose all discipline and organization and concentration and concede. The first five minutes, five, ten minutes, we often concede this season. And it has to stop. It, it happened that against Leeds in the first leg. It happened at Newcastle. Well, it happened with Newcastle at Old Trafford. This happened against Middlesbrough. We threw away a lead. We threw away 2 good lead against Aston Villa. We conceded at Old Trafford against Everton. Leading 1-0 at halftime. These things keep happening against Burnley. It happened. A few minutes after this second half began, we conceded to Burnley. And we couldn't get back. Southampton, the same thing. Within the first few minutes of the second half, we conceded. It keeps happening. And I don't know why this is happening to this club. Last season, our pattern was to play... After we've conceded and played better in the second half, this season this is the pattern. We often throw away leads, and this has to end. There's something wrong at this club, and I don't know whether it is whether it is supernatural or I don't know. Are we cursed? Is Man United cursed? I don't understand why we would be throwing away one goal or two goal leads, especially in the second half after kickoff something needs to be done to the psyche of these players they need to do something it something has to be done about it so Rodrigo scored um, from a cross which was of obviously intended to be a cross into the attack but it beat David De Gea who was expecting a cross and could not reposition himself to stop the ball from entering the net Um, then with uh, a craig and with the fans roaring, you know, my United were, were open and again, Lukshaw was asleep at the back post and allowed Rafael to tap into the net after good work from our former winger and Daniel James, you know, so within a minute, we, uh, Leeds were level 2-2. After looking down and out, so this is how a team like Man United can give teams hope. And a better team could have even defeated Manchester United, you know. But we're able to regroup and with the substitution of um, Pogba and James Lingard for Fred and Elanga, we're able to restore our lead and extend it at the latter Stages of the game. Fred with a great goal after good work from Sancho and Elanga um, sealing the victory after that good work from Bruno Fernandez. So there was a lot to admire from our attacking play um, and the way we took our goals, especially the two goals from Fred and Elanga. But in defense and You know, the manner in which we allowed Leicester to get back into the game was abysmal, embarrassing, and horrible. And Rafranik, I don't know whether he knows the solution to the problem, but there's a clear problem with the mentality of the team, especially in defence and in defensive midfield. This needs to end and because we'll eventually pay a price. We've been paying a price For weeks we've been dropping points left right and center burnley um which other game did we draw southampton you know i did not make any podcast for those games because of um i had um, to take a break because i needed to travel out of the country and now i'm doing a cast after those two games i guess southampton and Southampton and Brighton. The Brighton game, again, we, we were able to win the game in stoppage time after um, holding off a one-goal lead till later in the game. Bruno was able to score a second goal. Those games, I couldn't do podcasts because I, was, I had to take a flight on the day we took on Brighton. So I couldn't make a podcast on that day. And I just decided not to bother because... Um, I think I deserve a break after all this time. But um I guess Brighton, we got away with it, but Brighton also had chances to score. Against um, Southampton, again, we were found out after going ahead. So these are the problems. There's a problem with Manchester United, especially where the second half begins. It needs to end. We often do well in the first half in opposition to last season, whereby we often did well in the second half. There's a problem with this club playing very well for 19 minutes. And as long as, long as we are a 45-minute team, we will never win any trophies. We will get found out and exposed by better teams and well-organised and well read teams. And there's something we all need to accept. I'm going to accept at Manchester United, which is we are a club in decline. We're not a dying club yet, but we're a club in decline. Um, we need to go through another few years with no trophies from the way the club is being run. And until those in who make the decisions at Manchester United at the board level and the management level begin to look for on-field um, success and not just... Marketing or commercial success, we will never challenge Liverpool or Manchester City. That is just the reality we are in right now. We cannot challenge this club because these clubs act like football clubs, acquire people who will make the team better, buy players, let people let players who are surplus to the requirements go. As I went you. my United, everything is done for commercial reasons and. When you are influenced by commercial reasons, it won't always benefit the club, as we have seen this season. So, I think we all begin to have to start preparing our mind the club in decline, and we need to be. We just need to hope that the Glazers, and Richard Arnold, and John Motor and Rafranik will begin to act like a football club and make decisions that will bring success on the pitch rather than just commercial success and stock market growth. Okay, so that is what I wanted to say concerning this matter. So, I guess attempting, um, I couldn't make a podcast on that because I was away and also because of um, uh, the Brighton game. The Brighton game we won. So no harms done, but I guess that afternoon it was also painful because the old problems record again. Against the problems we experienced against Burnley, failing to take chances and allowing teams to call to equalize early in the second half. So that's it basically. Um, individually, um, Didier was excellent in goal, apart from his. Um, the sloppiness, uh allowing a cross to beat him, which I don't think I really blame him. Where was Wambisaka? He was nowhere to be found. A player who does not whose attacking play is poor, is nowhere to be found in defense where he's best suited. So he was not in this position. And of course, Rodrigo did not intend to score from that position. He was intending to cross, but the cross was misplaced and beat David Didier who could not readjust in time to stop the ball from getting to the net. Other than that, Didier was excellent. He made good saves. He made routine saves, made good stops. So and that fine performance from Didier. Um in defense, Ambisaka as usual was poor going forward but was defensively solid. Um made lots of tackles Made a lot of interceptions, you know. So I think he did okay. He was suited for the weather conditions, which were abysmal and apocalyptic today, to be said, To be frank, um, in central defence, Lindelof was great today. He was involved in the second goal. He he drove forward and laid the pass for Sancho to cross for Bruno Fernandez to nod home into the net. Um, I think he will, he had a very good game alongside Maguire today. Maguire had one of his better days as well. He scored from a corner kick. And um, I think he had a decent game, but um, better teams will find him out. Um, today, Leeds didn't have their best attackers. No Bamford. Um, there was no... rafael didn't start. Um, so... Players who could have um, given Harry Maguire something to talk about were not available. Daniel James, uh, of course, was involved in their equalizer, but didn't really pose too much of a threat to our uh, defense. Luke sure, Shaw, I feel, had a decent game, but um, again, his positioning has, you know, proved costly again because. Um, he allowed Rafinha to to score from the back post. He was asleep and allowing Rafinha to come in front of him to tap into an empty net. That's on Luke Shaw. He needs to um, raise his concentration levels and work on his positioning. Against Burnley, he played on um, Rodriguez, or is it Jay Rodriguez, he played him on and allowed him to score if he had been in sync with his fellow defenders he would have caught jay Rodriguez offside and bonus equal would have been ruled out you know but he played him on and um, because he was not concentrating so these are the little issues luke sure is to work on but overall he had a a fairly decent game in midfield Pogba was outstanding especially in the first half he was creative he created a good chance for Ronaldo, which Ronaldo could not convert. Um, his passing, his distribution, was what was outstanding. So he did very well. He was substituted for Fred, which turned out to be a very good substitution because I doubt Pogba would have scored go Fred scored. So that's a good one um, from Pogba. Uh, Mac I also had a decent game, but of course the same. Frailties we often see in McTominay's play was apparent again. He was guilty of losing possession and misplacing his passes, a few passes and a few losses, but he was decent. He made many good tackles. He was involved in Dimitri battles. And, you know, I think he had a decent game, but he wasn't one of his best games. But he did enough to, he was just average. You know, um, I I don't not like seeing him making poor decisions, taking on players and losing possession of the ball, trying to dribble or run past players, not having the pace to do so. It's annoying for me, but I think he had a decent game. Um, Bruno, I think had a very good game today compared to his previous games, um, earlier this uh, earlier in the season, he had a very good game today, He's, he had a goal and an assist, he scored the second goal, brilliant header, and assisted Elanga's goal, he was not selfish, allowed Elanga to, made the job easy for Elanga to place his shots, you know, passed uh, Mele in goal for Leeds, so I think I, I'm happy with bruno's performances he needs to tone down though on his crying and mourning he has become synonymous to um he's been i think people know him for this right now referees know this and rather fans you know attack him for his constant and persistent moaning and crying over every decision that does not go his way and also also his play acting you know um the second goal was one of the reasons why we considered the second goal was because he lost possession near the edge of the 18-yard box. Of course, there was some contact, but the ref and Vera did not deem it enough for him to cry for a foul. So if he just, guessed, just gets on with it, you know, and without expecting to be assisted by the referee, perhaps things would be better off or my will would be better off. Um, As for Ronaldo, he had a poor game by his high standards. He scored against Brighton to end his goal draft, but today again, he struggled. His ball control, um, everything about him, his um, his hold-up play, everything were not up to the required standard, was caught outside often. His best chance of scoring, he couldn't convert it, but he had only one good chance created for him. The other chances that were created for him, he was offside. He had a good opportunity to pass to Bruno in the first half, who was in a better position to score, but he opted to shoot from a tight angle with his left foot, and of course, the shot was blocked. I think he's he's trying to score goals to shut up his critics, and I think he should just ignore what the critics are saying. hes We all know his past is best, but he's still a very good striker, and he's still our best striker at this club, and still one of the best strikers in the Premier League. So he needs to not be overly focused on scoring, but to do what is best for the team, in my opinion, and pass if there are players in the better position to score than he. So... He had a poor game and was rightly substituted. And Elanga, of course, you know, took advantage and scored. Okay, Elanga was brought on for Jesse Lingard. Okay, so who came up for him? I think it was Varan. Varan came up for him. Okay, so, but Elanga scored um, later in the game anyways. So, Ronaldo needs to relax and not be too much of a hurry to or too much too desperate to score goals. I think that he will benefit from that because he'll be making the right decision and helping the team to win with his assists as well. Um yeah, uh Lingard had a decent game but he didn't do too much to I wasn't really overly impressed with Lingard. He had a decent game he didn't do too much wrong, um, but he didn't do too much to, you know, make us alive better. The man he plays more often, He had a rare start today, and he didn't take his opportunity. So, I think his heart is out of this club. He's just going through the motions. So, um, I think he should just be allowed to leave when the time comes, and his contract is out of is is out of contract anyway uh, in the summer. So I think that won't be a problem. Um, yes, who else? Yes, Jaden Sancho. Yeah, he was a uh, man of the match. Many people's man of the match, and I agree. Uh, he was outstanding. Two assists could have scored a goal or two as well. But uh, the good thing about Jaden Sancho is he's not like our other wingers who every little opportunity wants to shoot. Uh, from tight and or impossible angles, and sometimes they score, sometimes or most times the keeper is is making a save. But he he passes the ball to players in better scoring positions, and they score. And he has been scoring of recent. He scored against Brighton, um, so he's doing very well. One goal against Brighton, two assists today. So I think Sancho is beginning to settle and hopefully this will continue for a very long time to come. Um, the substitutes, Elanga scored, Fred scored. They made great impacts in the game. Elanga could have scored much earlier, but he scuffed his shot. I wonder why he didn't shoot with his right leg instead of going with his left leg. I don't think it makes any sense. These are the naivety we should expect from a young player. And his diabetes, of course, cost us in the FA Cup, you know. So he needs to be much more clinical, but I think he's, he's on the right track, he's on the right path, and he's doing well for Manchester United. Um, hopefully, he'll be much more clinical in the coming weeks as we try to remain in Europe and try to end as high as possible in the Premier League. Um, Varane didn't stay long to do much, so I'm not, um, I don't even think he touched the ball. So that's it, ladies and gentlemen, overall, it was a good performance, great for the neutral, Um, top view for us, my United fans, we were happy with the two-goal lead and suddenly angry that we threw away our lead, then towards the end of the game, we were able to restore our our lead, Um, so... I think it's a good weekend for us, a good day at the office. Hopefully, I guess Atletico will do very well and get a good result. I'm not sure if we are playing at Old Trafford first or we are playing at Old Trafford. Whatever the case, I hope Manchester United will give a good account of themselves against Atletico in the Champions League and hopefully will go as far as possible in the Champions League. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you all for taking the time to listen to this podcast. Um, Consider being a supporter of this podcast on Patreon or buy me a coffee. So with that said, I wish you a pleasant week ahead. And uh, I'll catch you on our next game against Atletico Madrid. Have a good one and bye for now.